Oh, wow. I just <laughs> ran my hand into my desk. Let's try <laughs> oh. that again. I'm good. Oof. Wow. All right. This is Red Flags and Red Cards, a podcast about racing, soccer, and everything in between. What's up, guys? Welcome to Red Flags and Red Cards. Man, it feels like it's been so long. We took a we took a week off last week. It was just a crazy week for Josh and I, um, individually with work and whatnot. And being that Texas took forever to happen, we just <laughs> could not find a time to record this podcast. So here we are two weeks later after, I'd say, a, a, a much-needed rest. Would you say so, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know. Did you, uh, did you get to watch any of the Texas race? Well, see, this is what happened. Um... Matt Kenseth uh, got loose and caused Denny to check up, and then that caused uh, Kenseth to wreck. Or, sorry, well, Kenseth and uh, Bubba Wallace to wreck. And then I kind of turned it off after that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did. I can't remember even what, what day was it raced? Wednesday? It was Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, I was busy, so I think I caught the beginning, and then I just kept track of it. I, I watched the end of it when, after, when like, with 10 laps to go, I think. Yeah, I uh, I watched, like, I probably got to watch about, I had it on for the first 45 minutes of them, you know, when they restarted, but I was doing other stuff Mm -hmm. and then we had church stuff all night. So as soon as that ended, I was like, I'm going to pull up the race, see if it's still going on. And there's three laps left. Mm -hmm. And so I I watched the last three laps. I was like, yeah, good for Kyle. Yeah. I, that was my one thought. I was like, you know, I do like a good streak, you know, and this makes it what, 16 years in a row. Yes. So that was cool. There's not many drivers that can say that, so um, it's true. Cool for him. It's true. But uh, so Texas came and went. Quick synopsis: uh, Kevin Harvick wrecked because it was so misty, which ultimately ruined his chances of uh, you know going to the final four because Martinsville showed up yes. and delivered 120 percent. I um. I'm so glad that my parents were able to be there. There are two people of the 1,000 that were there. Uh, they they totally had a blast. They um, they FaceTimed me a few times of where their seats were. Everyone was on the front stretch, which is so weird to me. It's like, spread out, but we're all going to put you on the same spot. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Um, but alas, it's super cool that they got to go. And um, man, I feel like NBC nailed it on coverage this go around I, I wasn't bored one moment i even stood for the final 50 laps really yeah I, like... I think it was like the final restart <laughs> i didn't sit down yeah i guess i was pacing for the last at least 15 or 20 laps when you had everybody you know harvick was trying to make his run i was really keselowski was on a big run um and harvick trying to make his so yeah i guess i was pacing too but you're right it was all throughout the day it helped that the race was dominated by um, Truex and Elliott, who were both in must-win situations. Mm-hmm. So you had that adding to the drama, combined with the help of Harvick just being terrible. I mean, just awful, never figuring out his car, which Martinsville proved to be to do that two times this year. 
you know, with the no qualifying, no practice, guys don't know how to set up their cars. So in the spring race, we saw Denny just not perform well at all. And, um, and amongst other drivers in the spring. And then this go around, Harvick just couldn't figure out his car. And this is like one of, I can't really think of another track where guys just couldn't figure out, figure out their car and get it set up right. Um, and Martinsville just took no prisoners. If you couldn't, if you couldn't figure out your car, uh, chances were you, you weren't going to perform well. And sure enough, that proved with him. Yeah. And it just seemed like the, the cars just race so much different between up front and in the back of the pack. Cause I think even Denny, Denny kind of benefited from being up front for majority of the race where his car was great. He seemed to especially have a great short run car, but over the long run, he would start backing up a little bit. But then that last run, when he got stuffed back in the pack a little bit, he didn't come forward very much. Um, and even at the end, which we'll talk about more, he was uh, he had about six cars stacked up behind him, um, thanks to Eric Jones mm. not passing him. Mm. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. But um, <laughs> the uh, it, it seemed like Denny's car even was just struggling in traffic. And so I wonder if that's part of it that Harvick if he would have gotten a chance to be up front and stay up front, if he might've had a better car, but he just never really seemed up there. And, um, even obviously the flat tire going two laps down didn't help things, Mm -hmm. but even with that, it's not like when he was those laps down, he was driving through the field. He was hanging around 20th position anyway. So yeah, yeah, he just missed. Um, what was that? That was uh, my phone locked, and it was the the vibration of my oh, uh, it's trippy. Unlocking it's like, my boop, phone. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. Um, all this to say, Kevin Harvick didn't make it to the final four, and we have Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, <clears throat> and two Pinsky guys, Kozlowski and Logano, going to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Which what the heck? This is it. I mean, I'm, I uh, I went to find the the bracket I made what ten weeks ago or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and that thing got busted like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I think I had Logano lasting until the second round. And didn't you have you had did you have Blaney as the? F- I did. One? I had yeah. I had him. I had him. I think I had Blaney, Harvick, Hamlin, and I'm pretty sure Truex maybe yeah Somewhere i think we there. both we both had uh hamlin harvick and truex and then i think you had blaney and i had i think i had keselowski okay yeah. so um that one i mean and that's that's really what it all came down to is the harvick seemed like he had an insurmountable lead but then to go out and finish 16th at texas and then to turn around only get the one stage point over the last two weeks and to finish, uh, well, he was running 10th, but that towards the end of the race, but that all set up this awesome moment where you had Kozlowski, Hamlin and Harvick all separated by four points or less for the mm-hmm. last 50 laps. And man, that was fun to watch. Oh, it was so good to watch until, like I said earlier, TV did such a good job covering it. Keep, you know, they have the, all the graphics on the screen of, you know, the live, live points. And on top of that, you know, obviously where everyone is throughout the race and just, there was never a bad moment where you're like, don't go to commercial. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they just did such a good job uh, covering all of that. It, they kept it super exciting. Yeah, and it's it, it really brings up the question of why hasn't Martinsville always been a cutoff race? Oh my gosh, every podcast I've listened to since Sunday, everyone has said that. It's like, why did it take this long for Martinsville to be a cutoff race? And not just a cutoff race, but like the final cutoff race. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it just proved to be absolutely amazing. I was actually more worried about the temperature outside. Like, man, this is going to be a cold race. Because you and I have been to Martinsville in October, and it's cold. And uh, this was kind of usually around. I mean, I guess I say that, but most uh, most of the um, Martinsville second date uh, falls on Halloween weekend, and it did this year. But mm-hmm. uh, it was cold. I, I was told that it was very chilly. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently, it was just a, this is a great weekend of racing. The trucks were amazing. The Xfinity was great. Xfinity back there since two thousand and seven, six or seven. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> six, it's six or seven because I went to the last one. Uh-huh. Uh, actually bought a Matt Kenseth flag there. I remember. It was great. Right. Uh, and Kevin yeah. Harvick won. <laughs> the truck race was nuts. I think they spent 80 of the 200 laps under caution. That was so freaking good. I saw one particular uh, announcer. I won't say his name, but he's on Sirius XM Radio nascar channel 90 in the morning (laughs) he was saying how it's so like nascar has just made this thing so entertainment based and not driver based and like what the truck race showed was was just that it wasn't good i'm like man we were watching two different races Mm. and that's that's kind of what we've that's what i mean it's entertainment business always has been whether you like it or not in some way shape or form Right. Quick, quick middle of the road rant there. Um, let's see. Yeah, you really like you really had Ben Rhodes kind of. He he kind of went to an extreme with the just you know driving into people. Um, yeah. But he kind of he didn't have a have race winning speed, so he had to try and pounce when he had the opportunity, and uh, it it didn't work. But it I mean, should that's what, set that's what Martinsville for, sets up for. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, but what was it? Uh, who's, who's in the 18 truck? I'm talking about, (laughs) um, Sheldon Creed's in the two. Who's in the 18? He's uh, he's the one that was talking crap with Ben Rhodes. Like, I'm going to knock that guy out at Martinsville. He said it at Texas because Rhodes bust or, uh, knocked him out. I can't remember his name right Right. now. It was, uh. Uh, it starts with a C. His name's last name starts with a C. I'm losing it. Are you looking it up? I can't hear you typing. I'm trying to. <laughs> Christian Eckes. Ah, yes, Christian Eckes. Christian Eckes. He uh, kept talking crap that he was going to knock Ben's road out. And if you talk, you probably, if you talk, if you say you're going to do something, you're probably not going to do it the next weekend. And sure enough, he did just that. He, I think he gave Rhodes like a little nudge towards there in the end, but it was nothing substantial whatsoever. And uh, Zane Smith called Eckes. Uh, he said, if he basically he said, if uh, if Ben Rhodes does, if uh, Christian doesn't knock out Ben Rhodes, he's the biggest insert word here on the track or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> and sure enough, I he mean, did anything. I mean, Martinsville's a great place to settle scores. I mean, you saw yeah. it this past weekend. Quinn Hoff going after Joey Gates. 
Are they battling for last? <laughs> they were the last cars on the lead lap. They were like, it was like two laps into a run, and they were half a straightaway behind everybody. And Quinoff just drives it in there and dumps Joey Gase. And it was so like, good. It was like, wait, hold on. There, there's something precipitated this. <laughs> I, I kind of want to know what. <laughs> yeah. What led to Quinhoff going, I, I got to get Joey Gase back in their battles for 34th place each week. Good grief. <laughs> That's what Martinsville's for, man. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You settle the score, whether you're used to being on the lead lap or 20 laps down. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it, it sets itself up for opportunities – like we saw, you know, in the most classic sense several years ago with uh, Joey and Truex battling for for the win and ultimately a playoff finals berth. Um, so what do you think about Harvick's move at the end with uh, dumping Kyle Busch and ultimately taking himself out? I mean, you kind of saw it coming because he, I mean, he was in desperate, you know, in a desperate move or a desperate situation to get a point and. You know, uh, I've heard a lot of guys say it was a bonehead move and it just wasn't cool. And I see, I see, I see their side. But I mean, if he if he dump if he dumps Kyle Busch and doesn't wreck, gets that point and maybe somewhere in the field ahead of him, he's able to get that second point he needed because I think he needed two two points to level up or to. It was to just level the one. Them. Was it just the he one? He just needed one point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, if he dumps Kyle Busch and gets the point, are we? upset still do we still call, we might still call it like a bonehead move but i mean he did what he had to do but at the same time he had three races to keep a cushion and to not have to do that um but ultimately i mean it was a, a last ditch effort it was a hail mary i'll say that right that's kind of where i'm yeah. at with it I'm, I'm either here nor there i guess with it it, it helps of, that it was Kyle Busch. <laughs> right. It's kind of one of those moves that, like, because it worked out the way it did, where Kyle just spun around and kept going and finished in the same spot, and Harvick didn't, like, it didn't feel bad. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling had Kyle spun out um, and Harvick gone by, it would have, it wouldn't have been as cool had it had it worked out. Yeah. Um, but then it also brings in that had that happened, Hamlin probably would have also passed Kyle Busch and it would have ended up being a mute point anyway, um, because I think Keselowski had an additional point on them. OK, um, I believe I could be wrong with that or no, that would have possibly made it a, a two way tie beh- between Harvick and Keselowski. And then Harvick would have been in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so much going on. Yeah, there's but- so many scenarios that could have happened. But it was, it was kind of, I don't know, it was, it was, I, w- I will say it was a smart move on Kyle Busch's part because he knew going into turn three that Harvick was going to drive in there deep. And so he just went to the high side and gave Harvick the lane so that he couldn't do that. Because had Kyle Busch just gone on on the inside like a normal entry and Harvick would have drove in there really deep, moved him up the track and possibly gotten around him and it would have... Uh, been a much more of a classic Martinsville bump and run than the we're coming off of the turn and I just turn right into you to spin you out. Um, so I don't know. It was it was a weird move, but I don't know if it doesn't feel representative of who Harvick is as a driver. Not anymore. That's part of it. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was just strange. So I'm kind of 
okay with the fact that it worked out to where he still didn't make it. So it made this cool moment, but it didn't really change anything. Yeah. Um, I'll remind me to go back to something regarding Harvick when we get to Phoenix here in a second. But staying with Martinsville for a second, um, as you mentioned earlier, Eric Jones was basically holding up. Uh, hey, look, a checkered flag mask that my lovely wife had has shared with me under the under the door. Hang on. Awesome sauce. Oh, let's see if it fits me. <laughs> Everyone can see. She she made it bigger. Let's see here. Does it fit? Eh, it kind of fits. It covers my nose and there a little bit, little bit of my mouth. Yeah, it works. I'd wear that to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as you alluded to earlier, Eric Jones... And six other guys were behind him, and he was behind Hamlin. And we didn't know prior, but, you know, he clearly wasn't passing Hamlin, but he was giving Hamlin a hard time because he couldn't pass him. And we're like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, we've seen kind of this before. He doesn't want to give up anything. He doesn't He doesn't want to affect Hamlin's championship. But we ultimately found out that he was instructed to not pass Hamlin. How do we feel? <laughs> that, so it's, it's, it's interesting that we're recording this now and not two nights ago. Cause yeah, two nights I ago had. I was heated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now it's like perspective and time has kind of calmed it down a little bit where it's one of those things where Hamlin just does an excellent, he, he's, he's the best at Martinsville mm-hmm. and he, you even saw it earlier in the race where he would just use that high line and Chase Elliott couldn't get around him, even though Chase's car was way faster. Yeah. Hamlin just used that to get the drive off so that you could get inside of him, but not around him. And so you combine that with Eric Jones's, you know, kind of the fear of not wanting to mess up a teammate's um, playoff and all that stuff. And not even just a teammate, like drivers out there just don't want to mess up the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not something you want to do. And so because of that, it was very believable of, okay, you know what? He's just not able to get around him, letting him ride a little bit. I didn't have a problem with it. But once you have that radio communication where NASCAR has been so stiff about the, you know, you got to race 100%, no, not having team orders and stuff like that, that's when it gets – like it's one thing if a driver makes that decision of his own volition that I'm not going to pass this guy because I don't want to mess up his chance. It's another thing when there's that external instruction of do not pass him. Absolutely. And, and that's where I don't like it. No. And I don't want it to be – like I want there to be penalties, but I don't know if I want the penalty to be that Hamlin's not racing for the championship because Hamlin didn't ask him to not to do that. Right. I don't put any blame here on Hamlin whatsoever. Ham, I mean, he had the car he had, so he was fighting to keep a position. It's the initial act from the 20 team saying, don't pass him. And we see this in Formula One all the time where it's completely legal to tell your driver to go from, you know, you could be first and your teammate is second and he's instructed to let him go by we've seen it with Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton where Valtteri's been told to slow down and let Lewis by and nothing infuriates anyone more than that I don't know really any 
fans that like that kind of thing. It's I think it's stupid. It's not it's not competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Eric Jones, I mean, he really had nothing to lose. But there may have been that little bit of integrity inside of him that said, "Okay, I'll just hit his bumper a bunch." <laughs> right. Uh, that's all. Yeah. I really have on it. Yeah, and that's like one of the things people have said is like, well, Eric Jones, he's not going to be a part of Toyota next year. He should have not listened to what they said. But there's still the fact that you want to be viewed as a good teammate for wherever you may potentially be in the future. Sure. And so he doesn't want to damage, you know, a future opportunity at like Penske for somewhere just throwing out a random team like where they might be looking to bring him in. And you you want to continue to show that you're a good teammate wherever you go. Yeah. And so I can see like there's not the blame on Jones either, but it's this this NASCAR needs to make a decision of either you can't have team orders explicitly or and we're going to penalize it or that you're allowed to have team orders. Because in that case, in sitting in um, seventh and eighth place for that last run was Eric Almirola and Clint Boyer. And so if team orders are allowed, then SHR could have had both of them, you know, say use some type of code to say, have your handling go away, quote unquote, or drop back and let Harvick pass you Yep. because they weren't that far ahead of Harvick that that would have made the difference. Those two points would have right. completely changed it. And yep. so I, I just want NASCAR to have a decision of what the where the line is with what you can and can't tell people over the radio or instruct drivers during the race and then stick to that as a rule yeah and speaking of rules since we're here uh chase elliott's pit crew his jack man he jumps over the wall too soon realizes it goes back to the wall and continues to do the full pit stop chase elliott's given the penalty and then it's retracted not long after I feel like with this, I've been going back and forth on this. And again, it's kind of one of those things where you get to sit on it for a few days. Excuse me. And kind of just unpack it a little bit. I feel like the, the fact that he, the, the penalty was retracted because the penalty was in and of itself. Like chase lost a lot of time on pit road. Therefore the penalty was kind of there without blatantly saying, here's a penalty. Is that a fair thing to say with that? Yeah, I th- I think there's there's two sides to it. The first side is that yeah, there was that there was a, a a natural penalty that happened where he had to reestablish his position. In doing so, he added about three or four seconds to the pit stop, which led to them going from pitting from the lead to coming out. Re- I think they came out of the pits sixth or seventh, um, and ended up or maybe four, somewhere around between, I think it was sixth place. He came out of the pits. Mm. And so because of that, um, there was that natural penalty. And then following the letter of the rule does say that if a driver goes early, he has to reestablish himself on pit wall. So what it really comes back to is I forget the guy's name, but it is like the heads up play of the year because by doing so he saved chase Elliott's season. Oh, totally. I hope he got a raise or a bonus yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it well, is, Gustafson, it was Gustafson is, is, is his crew chief, right? 
Correct. Yeah, he went down off the pit box and told the Jackman, like, good job, like, which I thought was really, really cool for him to do because uh, mm-hmm. that's such a heads-up thing that you see it all the time where guys get penalty, penalized for um, jumping over the wall too soon because they're, was it, uh, two, two um, stalls back. Mm-hmm. Can't be more than two yeah. stalls back. Right. And uh, so, yeah, super moved by him. At first, I was heated about it for not very long, but I was just like, oh, you know, poster boy got <laughs> got a penalty retracted <laughs> again. But I was like, no, that wasn't the case at all. I mean, that I mean just a heads up heads up play by by the Jack man. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, saved the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, here's my rant for, for, for all this. And we'll we'll move on here in a minute. Um, Harvick is out of the championship and I've heard a lot of quote traditionalists like hate that because they keep saying oh the best driver of the year is out like that's not right like what what are we talking about like he should be in there this is just I mean yeah this is like how the new playoff is and it just doesn't it doesn't showcase the best driver which to me I'm like well sure it does because it showcases the drivers who have yeah, they don't have as many wins, but they have. Uh, what am I trying to say here? They have. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Persevered through, throughout the whole season to to get to where they're at, and you have Chase Elliott's, who their whole team literally got him to where he is now in the final four and and whatnot. And I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, the best team didn't make it to the championship, but a lot of the best teams in other sports don't make it to the championship. And I, I sent you this text the other day where uh, New England Patriots were undefeated going into the Super Bowl, and they lost to the New York Giants basically because of a, a fourth quarter triumphant return. Thank you. Uh, was it OBJ with the one-handed catch? No, it was uh, David Tyree. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful catch. I can still see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so all, all to say, the best team, yeah, they're the best team throughout the season, but you got to you gotta close the deal, and Harvick did not close the deal. Yeah, and the, the system, it really is kind of perfect because it does, it still provides rewards you for being the best team i mean he went into the first into the third round of the playoffs and he had 67 bonus points like to put that in perspective alex bowman only had nine bonus points Mm. and alex bowman went out and had out of all the drivers he was the most consistent he finished third in the first race fifth in the second race sixth in the third race but because he didn't have as successful a regular season it hurt him in the long run and he was despite having an excellent round because he didn't get that victory. He's eliminated where Harvick had a 67 point lead, even compared with Kozlowski, who he ultimately missed out by a few points um, from, from making the final. He had a 32 point lead over Kozlowski and he blew it over the course of three races. And so it's, you know, it rewarded him. He was given for the easiest path to, the the championship for mm-hmm. and he just came up one spot short at texas and then he you know laid a couple eggs at texas and uh and martinsville and as a result of it he's out 
Um, and it's not an uncommon thing either. I think there's been, let's say he goes out and wins next week. He would be the 10th driver, I think to win 10 races in a season. And of those, the nine that have done it before, only four have won the championship. Do you so, think he's going to try to spoil Phoenix? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would, I would, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, if him winning next on Sunday would not shock me in the slightest. Hmm. So, yeah. Which brings me to this and then we'll, we'll tackle a little Larson here. Uh, okay. So we have trucks, Xfinity and cup declaring the championship winner. So here are my questions we have in the trucks, Grant Enfinger, Zane Smith, Sheldon Creed, Brett Moffitt have two questions per series. One, who do you want to win? Two, who do you think will win the championship? Um, I like Grant Infinger, so I would want him to win. I think it's going to come down to Sheldon Creed versus Moffitt, and I have I think Creed's going to take it. Yeah. What about you? I want Zane Smith to win. I've um, I just ever since he came to the series, I was like, who is this kid? I like him, and here he is in the final four. Zane's but, a cool name too. Yeah, it's a dope name. Like, what the heck? And he has a really cool story. So I'm all I'm all about a good story. But I th- think Moffat uh, takes the cake because mm. he's just really good. I like I like Enfinger though. I mean, he's cool. He's he's yeah. chill. He's super super chill. Okay, so now we have that. So Xfinity. By the way, for those who don't know, the top four are starting one through four in every series. We have Justin Allgaier, Chase Briscoe, Austin Cindric, Justin Haley. Who do you got? Um, oh man, this is tough. I like all of those guys, so yeah. I wouldn't mind if any of them win it. Um, but I think my want and who I think are both going to be the same with um, Briscoe, um, which on top of that, um, they announced that his wife Marissa had a, another miscarriage. Yeah, I saw that um, last week. So that's um, definitely a tough year for them. Um, but I think he's been the best car all year. Um, I like him a lot. I think he uh, deserves a championship, and I think he uh, comes out on top. So, yeah, I'm right. I echo everything you just said. That's what I'm going for. Now, here comes the big. This is where we're not going to agree at all. Well, maybe a little <laughs> bit. Uh, what? That is wrong. What? Josh Balicki is not starting first. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we have Chase Elliott, Joey Logano. Bragislowski and Blicky. No, I'm kidding. Denny Hamlin. Um, for our final four, who you got? So I want Joey Logano to win. Mm-hmm. But I think, oh man. My, my head is telling me. <laughs> so I was wrong. My, my head beat my gut last time. Okay. My head is telling me that Brad Kozlowski is going to win because of the tire compound and his success with it previously. Mm-hmm. But my gut is telling me, I don't know, maybe both. I just, I think Hamlin's going to win it. Yeah. He's who I want to win because uh, it has nothing to do with the uh, 2311 affiliation at all. <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I want him to win because I hate to see such a successful driver not come away with the championship. I just can't. I, I can't have another Mark Martin. Can't. Well, that's can't do it. That's part of it too. There's a part of me that wants Denny to win because I'm like, no, I want Mark to be the best driver to never win a championship. Right. I don't want him to be somebody else. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> what the heck? Uh, but 
it would be cool to see Chase win, but I feel like he's going to have plenty more chances for this to, to happen. I don't know if Denny has another season like this ever again. But I could be wrong. Could totally be yeah. wrong. He's probably, yeah. got, I mean, Denny's probably got five or six more years left, if I had to guess. Mm, maybe. maybe. Maybe that's being generous. I think, I mean, he's got two more years, two to three more years in his prime. We'll see how you do past that. I mean, Kevin Harvick's past his quote unquote prime and he's, he won nine races this year. That's so true. it, it kind of, so yeah, two to five years is really what he has, but this, this will probably be Hamlin's peak season. Um, and I just think you're going to see a return to form from guys like Kyle Bush and Chase Elliott's going to keep getting better. Ryan Blaney's going to keep getting better. So, um, yeah. This this feels like the year for Denny. We'll have a normal year next year, so we'll see how that. Well, right. Whatever that means, uh, we'll we'll see uh, <laughs> how it goes. We'll have a uh, a thirty six race season in the time span it's supposed to happen. I'm ninety five percent sure, I guess. Right. That's, that's an arbitrary number. Uh, right. <laughs> so real quick, uh, announced probably like eight months ago at this point, Larson, <laughs> Kyle Larson's coming back to NASCAR, got reinstated. Woohoo. Uh, and he's going to the five car for uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Um, we all saw this coming to a degree. I think I was a little naive because I wasn't sure if he really was going to be able to come back mm-hmm. to NASCAR. Uh, so that was my little bit of uh, naiveness there. But, I mean, he's been eyed by Hendrick before, you know, um, crap hit the fan earlier this year with, with what he with what he said and all that. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, he's coming back, and he's going to be in the five car right now. I don't think he has any sponsorship lined up from what I've been reading, but I'm sure that'll, that'll come. I'm sure that's a very uh, detailed process. I can't imagine what that's like from a... From a marketing standpoint, but yeah, it's great to see him back and he'll probably be in the final four next year. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting to see the uh, five car back on the track, too. Um, so that'll be really cool. And uh, yeah, I think it's funny how going into this year, there was all these silly season options and a majority of it, for the most part, all kind of fell into place the way people guessed at the beginning of the year with Blaney and Kozlowski staying at Penske and Larson going to Hendrick and stuff like that. It's just the journey of us getting there was kind of a bit uh, different than people expected. The only real big surprise was the uh, the 2311 mm-hmm. motorsports becoming a thing and Bubba mm-hmm. driving with them. So, um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, Larson's just a ridiculously talented guy. Case in point, tonight he uh, made his first time ever in a World of Outlaws late model car um, at the Charlotte Dirt Track. And in his first qualifying lap, he went out and set a track record. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, he is ridiculous. That's yeah. amazing. Good for him. Yeah, so uh, it'll it'll be great to see him in a more competitive ride next year, and I expect him to win four or five races. I'm sure he's getting all the dirt out of him now, since I'm pretty sure he's not allowed to race dirt next year. Yeah, he's uh, he's shutting down his dirt team for the year. Um, okay. So, which is surprising. I thought Hendrick might be opening things up and allowing their drivers to race a bit more dirt. Alex Bowman ran a race last week in a mm-hmm. sprint car. Um, which doesn't happen often, but I think I, I'm not sure if it's Hendrick saying, Hey, let's lock that down more. Or if it's Larson just deciding I 
feel like this is my unfinished business and I want to pour all my energy into focusing on, on the cup series. Yeah. Um, so, but either way, it'll be great. Yeah. And shout out to Clint Boyer. This is his, uh, last race. Uh, just to yep. totally switch gears for a second there. Um, Clint and JJ's last race. Clint and JJ. And uh, have you listened to door bumper clear yet? Not yet. No. Oh man. The beginning was a heart, heart throb. Mm. It's a, uh, it's, it's funny. And, uh, it's uh it's it's just good um so yeah nice. it's uh, brett griffin's final race with uh full time probably on the spotter stand with clint boyer mm-hmm. so um gonna be an emotional thing i'm sure it won't hit clint until till daytona when he's in the booth with mike joy and jeff gordon but i'm sure he'll have a great sober party after <laughs> the phoenix race <laughs> yes minus the sober part. minus the sober part <laughs> So that's NASCAR. Uh, we will definitely have a probably a Phoenix special next week, I'm sure, um, about all all things NASCAR. And hopefully we'll be able to record it shortly after everything un- unfolds so we can get knee-jerk reactions from both of us rather than have to wait. Because, you know, we have jobs, and sometimes it's just hard to talk about these things. Yep. What we should do is just put our text threads in the podcast form, and we'll just <laughs> send it out that way. Right. So we'll, uh, we'll touch base uh, quick with some other stuff. Um, F1, Mercedes got their seventh consecutive constructor championship. Congrats to them. Surprise, said no one. Lewis Hamilton wins again. Surprise, said no one. He won in the craziest way where... Did you watch the F1? I watched the highlights, yeah. Okay, he... Uh, yeah, he it was so stupid. Valtteri came in to get tires... And Lewis was like, keep me out. I'm not coming in for a little bit. He was able to get like a sub 30 second lead somewhere in there, like 28, 29 second lead, which is pretty much enough to make a pit stop and get out and still retain your position. And he did just that and won the race. But my boy, Daniel Ricardo, got another podium for Renault. Props to him. Super excited about that. He and Lewis Hamilton both did a shoey which Lewis did not <laughs> yeah. seem to enjoy nearly as much as uh, Daniel did. But all, all I have to say, it was just it was fun to watch. Uh, Lulu watched this celebration with me, and she was like, Ew, is he drinking it out of his shoe? Oh, they're both <laughs> drinking out of his shoe? That's disgusting. I was like, ah, it's just an Australian thing. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it did show sometimes, you know, luck has to be involved because the big thing was the uh, – the virtual safety car was out, which allowed That's what it was. Hamilton to, right. to dip in and get out and still retain the lead. Um, and also uh, some issues popped up for Verstappen, which um, that was pretty weird. Yeah. The right yeah. rear just exploded. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of um, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, um, which Lewis Hamilton won as well. Um, did you see Kimi Raikkonen's start? Oh, he passed like who knows how many cars. He went from seventeenth to sixth. Uh huh. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, was that Portugal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that was cool. That race was kind of wild. Um, it was wild. early on. I'm trying to recall then, uh, that. Yeah, early on it was good. Then it kind of draw. It got drawn out. Right. As it, as it, it went on. You know, every race turns into Lewis Hamilton dominating, and that kind of... Yeah. 2022. 2022. I'm saying. Right. But yeah, definitely uh, good for Danny Rick, and um, really 
cool to see. Got a, uh, but yeah, another another championship and for Mercedes. And next week should be or the next race should be Lewis Hamilton clinching the the title as well, right? Uh, yeah. Is it next week? Let's see. We got four to go. Is it four races? Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. we got Turkey. Two races at um, Bahrain. No. Mm-hmm. Yas Marina. And one yeah. more somewhere in there. I'm so, ugh, yeah. It got flopped around so many times I couldn't keep, right. can't keep track of it. Um, yeah, but uh, Lewis has a has a cakewalk. Oh, he'll be fine. To the, he'll, to another he'll, title. he'll be fine. I think I think we're uh, for me, I'm as much as I love watching F one every other Sunday, I'm kinda at the point where I'm just like, Okay. It's time for next season. <laughs> right. Um, however, I am excited for the dual race, the two races at uh, the Yas Marina circuit because they're doing two different configurations. One of mm-hmm. which is basically they're calling it a quote oval because it's going to take less than a minute to do a lap. I'm super stoked to watch. Me that too. One. It's like eight DRS zones. It's not. Yeah. But it's it <laughs> may as well be. The whole track just yeah. may as well be a big DRS zone. <laughs> and the. Uh... The one other big motorsports thing, uh, Scott Dixon wrapped up his sixth title last week, edging out uh, um, your boy from Nashville, Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, who, um, had a had a phenomenal season. It's just that Dixon just got out to such a huge lead and uh, kind of pointed his way to the the final. Um, the worst part about the last race was uh, for. Uh, Marco or not Marco for Rossi, Alexander Rossi, uh, had a dominant car after struggling all season, finally strung together a couple podium finishes and was dominating and, uh, hit some gotten off of, a after coming out of the pits, just barely gotten the marbles went around and, uh, that his race ended and mm-hmm. a winless season. So that was, that was painful to watch, but a huge shout out to shot Scott Dixon, um, be cool if he could get number seven and tie yeah. AJ. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was doing some uh, test runs at Barber's Motorsports down in Birmingham the other day. And long story short, he was, his lap times were matching, you know, your normal everyday IndyCar drivers. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So look out for Jimmy probably getting, I'm going to guess he's going to get two wins next year. Really? I'm going to guess two. I just feel wow. like, I just feel like he's that good. He, like he just gets in a car. He's like, oh, I got this. Like he was like when he did uh, the F one swap with Lonzo. Was it two years ago now? Yeah. He matched his lap times and then and even did I think a few better than Alonso did. Yeah, that's after yeah, being in a car for like a morning. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't know. I just I just have a hinch. A hinch. I have a hinch cliff. <laughs> <laughs> That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. It'll it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah. Well, do you um, have any play on yellow card, red cards for us today? Yeah, I got a few. Um, a few tying in with uh, motorsports real quick. Um, so Lewis Hamilton says there's no guarantee he will be racing in Formula One next year. Yellow card. Yeah. I bet the numbers aren't right. Probably. But who knows? He's got his new electric off-road series coming up, and he's putting a lot of uh, heart and soul into that. Mm. I don't know. Um, next one, still motorsports related. Uh, Harrison Burton has won the last two Xfinity races, um, and I would say he has taken that next step and will be Austin Sindrick's biggest competition in 2021. Play on. 
I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, coming to his own. Looking good. A um, couple other things on the sports world. This will be the easiest play on ever. I've said that before, but the Patriots are on a four-game losing streak. Play on! Yeah! <laughs> as, a, uh, as a Bills fan, I'm very excited to see that. Um, oh, yeah, you might the keep the that. number one seed for the playoffs. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Bills <laughs> haven't, been, they haven't been playing good recently. And, That's true. Uh, the Dolphins have so. Dude, I just picked up the Dolphins on my fantasy on my fantasy team. Their defense? Yeah, I dropped I dropped San Francisco. Terrible. <laughs> and picked up Miami. I was like, oh, they're six. They're rated six. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, we didn't talk about this because it's been so long since we recorded. Uh, but the Dodgers are the 2020 World Series champions. Play on because they haven't won the World Series since I was born the year I was born and they've tried four other times or three other times it's fine it's cool good job <laughs> yeah it was cool to see Kershaw finally get that title um which kind of all the the question marks about his career which is you know obviously a hall of fame career can okay. finally be silenced and uh, Mookie Betts is just a fun guy to watch so yeah um, also real quick on that uh Justin what's his face got Tested, Turner, Turner yeah. put, tested positive for COVID, and was asked basically to not be at the field or in the dugout um, during the game. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't there until you know they won the World Series, and then he rushed onto the field to, to celebrate with his fans. I'm sorry, folks. Realistically, are you not going to go celebrate with your team after you just won the World Series after trying for so long? I mean, it, ugh, it just gets on my nerves so much. I mean, Michael Jordan won freaking championship under the flu, and a flu is the flu. Don't get, don't, don't at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just the, the situation. It's a once-in-a-lifetime, possibly once-in-a-lifetime thing. He's worked his whole career for it to finally win it. Um, and it's it's also one of those things where, you know, all, the, all his, the teammates wanted him out there to celebrate. And it wasn't until at the end and it was um you know taking team pictures and it i yeah it's, <laughs> it's 2020 it's a weird year it's a weird year for sure excellent awesome stuff for them um so that's it for our, our play on yellow card red card and uh breeze through it a bit quicker and um i have not been able to watch much soccer the last Dude. two weeks because of my life schedule same i watched same. the city game and that was it yeah, and I, there's probably a correlation between me not, not paying attention and Everton dropping two bombs. And, oh, you, you did. Know, look at that. And look at the yeah, table right now. Losing to Newcastle and Southampton. I, but, yeah, not I, good. Hey, you're so, still in running for the Champions League. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, and a lot of it was, you know, Seamus Coleman's been out and there's been injury issues with James not playing at 100%. So maybe once they get healthy, they can uh, get back going, but. It's, it's uh, turning into a Liverpool-Leicester race. Yeah. Although, once City gets even on games, they're not. If they win their next one, they're the game to even up. Theoretically, they're only two points. Theoretically, out, so. yeah, they're sitting tenth right now. That's all right. You know, just two above Leeds <laughs> and two below Aston Villa and five um, below Southampton. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It, right. You know, I mean, United's 15th, so that can make everyone feel better. 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot Burnley is uh, competing. They're 20th. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I put Nashville SC on uh, on my notes here. That's because I went to the game two weeks ago, and it was the first time in two weeks that it rained in Nashville, so the game got pushed back two hours. So me and my buddy, we went to a uh, taco spot called Bakersfield. They're they're kind of everywhere. There might be one in Charlotte, um, maybe. Uh, so we got tacos there and got some margaritas. And because it was raining so bad, we ate our food and drank our drinks uh, under a carport. So that was cool. A parking garage. Nice. Yeah, it was great. I have a picture of it. Maybe I'll post it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it turned out to ended up being a one-one draw, but with only like roughly a thousand. The 1200 people there the energy was surprisingly strong and super fun so i just want to say i'm thankful that nashville has an mls team and i really hope to go to more games next year but i might be able to go to more this year if we make it to the playoffs that'd be cool yeah that's all i have yeah for that um we already talked about that anything you want to rant ramble about <laughs> on this fine election day number yeah. two <laughs> right it's uh it's it's yeah it's over but it won't be over for three weeks that's kind of where we're at i think oh totally but it's very comical um, yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 2020 um so so continuing now i was gonna i was uh one of the things you know as as has come time to time, I bring up pop culture and sports into things or like fiction and sports, mm-hmm. i.e. I the Mighty Ducks. Um, mm. And so I had a, a Harry Potter Quidditch um, rant that I was considering going on, but I, I'm thinking I, I might hold off on that. <laughs> okay. I love it. So. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Only thing I want to say, friends, it's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. That's all Truth. I got. That's all I have. <laughs> Yep. <sighs> wow, this is weird. What a weird, weird day. Weird day, weird, weird week, weird just, month. It's just weird. Weird year. Weird. I'm just, yep. is it snowing yet? Let's get some snow. I love some snow. Yesterday, I got home, and like it was the first day where it felt chilly. It felt like late fall, early winter. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I just want hockey. And oh, so, that, yeah. I, I pulled up the opening game of the Sabres season last year on my the NHL app we have, and I was like, I'm watching a Sabres game. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I just I just miss it, and I can't wait for hockey to come back. We're about to hit a sports lull once the NASCAR season ends, and it's it's just the NFL until. That's true. We might have to do back. it every other week or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. Well. I guess we'll go ahead and end it there. Yeah. I'm ready for bed. I'm tired. Same. <laughs> same. Although I drank a giant monster tonight to keep myself awake because I stayed up way too late last night watching election stuff. Mm. And I'm worried that it'll come back to bite me as I try and sleep tonight. We'll go do a lap around your house. Yeah. Maybe go cut yeah. the grass. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Well, thanks for listening hanging out with us. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Talk about Phoenix and all things NASCAR for sure. So with that, I'm Nick. And I'm Josh. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.